0: Section 115 of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases, 1793-1990, by Ann M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Case 113, Joseph R. Grundy, 1863-1961, to Pennsylvania. Election case, appointment, December twelfth, 1929, to January 31st, 1930. Issues, Campaign Financing. Chronology. Credentials presented December 12th, 1929. Referred to committee December 12th, 1929. Committee Report, January 31st, 1930. No Senate action. Result, seated. Background. On December 11th, 1929, five days after the United States Senate denied William S. Vare his seat, see Case 109, Pennsylvania Governor John S. Fisher appointed Joseph R. Grundy, a wealthy woolen manufacturer, well-known lobbyist, and Republican Party leader, to fill the vacancy. The names of both Governor Fisher and Senator-designate Grundy had been closely linked to the Wehr investigation. Fisher and Grundy figured prominently in the Republican faction that opposed the ousted Wehr, and the Senate investigation indicated that their enormous campaign expenditures had been equally reprehensible. Statement of the case. On December 12, 1929, Joseph Grundy's certificate of appointment was presented to the United States Senate. Gerald P. Nye, Republican of North Dakota, immediately rose and asked that Grundy be denied his seat because of his connection to the recently decided William Vare corruption case. As a result of the Senate's intense review of the 1926 Pennsylvania primary, members already knew that Grundy, a spokesman for the state's manufacturing interests, had raised and contributed more than $400,000 to the campaign coffers of Governor Fisher. Nye fumed to his colleagues that they denied a place to half-million-dollar Vare, but faced the unsavory prospect of admitting a political crony of $2 million Fisher. Other senators shared Nye's distress that there seemed to be no end to the excessive expenditures involved in the Pennsylvania election, but questioned the authority of the Senate to inquire into the legality of a gubernatorial contest. Nonetheless, members found it difficult to dismiss their recent consideration of the 1926 Pennsylvania election, in which witnesses had reported that sums between $400,000 and $1.8 million had been spent by various candidates and lobbyists. Although Grundy, commonly acknowledged to be one of the participants in the campaign transactions, was permitted to take his oath, the Senate referred his credentials to the Committee on Privileges and Elections. Response of the Senate. On January 31, 1930, the committee returned a report stating that the appointment of Joseph Grundy complied with the constitutional requirements of the 17th Amendment and, therefore, concluded that the Pennsylvania senator had a right to his seat. The report made no mention of Grundy's connection to the Vare scandal, his exorbitant campaign contributions, or the machine politics that had controlled the nineteen twenty six elections for governor and senator in Pennsylvania. The Senate took no further action on this case, apparently exhausted from the travail of the three and one half year Vare investigation the Senators did not pursue the matter. Conclusion Joseph Grundy filled the Pennsylvania seat that had been vacant since 1927. Defeated in the 1930 Republican primary, he served only one year in the Senate. In that time, he managed to articulate his conservative philosophy so effectively that the term Grundyism Came to mean opposition to any change. Upon his return to Pennsylvania, Grundy continued to participate vigorously in politics and civic affairs. He died in 1961. End of Case 113 and of Section 115.